0: SECTION 25 OF GRAY'S ANATOMY PART 3 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marianne Coleman Hipkins Anatomy of the Human Body PART 3 by Henry Gray The Abdominal Aorta PART 1 5a2. The abdominal aorta. Aorta abdominalis. The inferior mesenteric artery, A mesenterica inferior, supplies the left half of the transverse part of the colon, the whole of the descending and iliac parts of the colon, the sigmoid colon and the greater part of the rectum. It is smaller than the superior mesenteric and arises from the aorta about 3 or 4 centimeters above its division into the common iliacs and close to the lower border of the inferior part of the duodenum. It passes downward posterior to the peritoneum, lying at first anterior to and then on the left side of the aorta. It crosses the left common iliac artery and is continued into the lesser pelvis under the name of the superior hemorrhoidal artery which descends between the two layers of the sigmoid mesocolum and ends on the upper part of the rectum. Branches Its branches are left colic sigmoid superior hemorrhoidal. The left colic artery A. colica sinistra runs from the left behind the peritoneum and in front of the psoas major and after a short but variable course divides into an ascending and a descending branch. The stem of the artery, or its branches, cross the left ureter and left internal spermatic vessels. The ascending branch crosses in front of the left kidney and ends between the two layers of the transverse mesocolon by anastomosing with the middle colic artery. The descending branch anastomoses with the highest sigmoid artery. From the arches formed by these anastomoses, branches are distributed to the descending colon and the left part of the transverse colon. The sigmoid arteries AA sigmoidae Two or three in number run obliquely downward and to the left behind the peritoneum and in front of the psoas major, ureter and internal spermatic vessels. Their branches supply the lower part of the descending colon, the iliac colon and the sigmoid or pelvic colon. Anastomosing above with the left colic and below with the superior hemorrhoidal artery. The superior hemorrhoidal artery, a hemorrhoidalis superior, the continuation of inferior mesenteric descends into the pelvis between the layers of the mesentery of the sigmoid column, crossing in its course the left common iliac vessels. It divides opposite the third sacral vertebra into two branches which descend one on either side of the rectum and about ten or twelve centimetres from the anus break up into several small branches these pierce the muscular coat of the bowel and run downward as straight vessels placed at regular intervals from each other in the wall of the gut between its muscular and mucous coats to the level of the sphincter ani internus here they form a series of loops around the lower end of the rectum and communicate with the middle hemorrhoidal branches of the hypogastric and with the inferior hemorrhoidal branches of, of the internal pudendal the middle suprarenal arteries a a suprarenales media middle capsular arteries suprarenal arteries are two small vessels which arise one from either side of the aorta opposite the superior mesenteric artery they pass lateral ward, and slightly upward, over the cura of the diaphragm, to the suprarenal glands, where they anastomose with the suprarenal branches of the inferior phrenic and renal arteries. In the foetus, these arteries are of large size. The renal arteries are two large trunks which arise from the side of the aorta, immediately below the superior mesenteric artery. Each is directed across the crust of the diaphragm so as to form nearly a right angle with the aorta. The right is longer than the left on account of the position of the aorta. It passes behind the inferior vena cava, the right renal vein, the head of the pancreas and the descending part of the duodenum. The left is somewhat higher than the right. It lies behind the left renal vein, the body of the pancreas and the lienal vein and is crossed by the inferior mesenteric vein. Before reaching the hilus of the kidney, each artery divides into four or five branches. The greater number of these lie between the renal vein and ureter, the vein being in front, the ureter behind, but one or more branches are usually situated behind the ureter. Each vessel gives off small inferior suprarenal branches to the suprarenal gland, the ureter and the surrounding cellular tissue and muscle. One or two accessory renal arteries are frequently found; more especially on the left side. They usually arise from the aorta and may come off above or below the main artery; the former being the more common position. Instead of entering the kidney at the hilus, they usually pierce the upper or lower part of the gland. The internal spermatic arteries (a a spermaticae internae) spermatic arteries are distributed to the testes they are two slender vessels of considerable length and arise from the front of the aorta a little below the renal arteries each passes obliquely downward and lateralward behind the peritoneum resting on the psoas major the right spermatic line in front of the inferior vena cava and behind the middle colic and ileocolic arteries and the terminal part of the ileum the left behind the left colic and sigmoid arteries and the iliac colon each crosses obliquely over the ureter and the lower part of the external iliac artery to reach the abdominal inguinal ring through which it passes and accompanies the other constituents of the spermatic cord along the inguinal canal to the scrotum where it becomes tortuous and divides into several branches Two or three of these accompany the ductus deferens and supply the epididymis, anastomosine with the artery of the ductus deferens. Others pierce the back of the, the tunica albuginea and supply the substance of the testes. The internal spermatic artery supplies one or two small branches to the ureter and in the inguinal canal, gives one or two twigs to the creme master. The ovarian arteries, AA ovaricae are the corresponding arteries in the female to the internal spermatic in the male. They supply the ovaries are shorter than the internal spermatics and do not pass out of the abdominal cavity. The origin and course of the first part of each artery are the same as those of the internal spermatic, but on arriving at the upper opening of the lesser pelvis, the ovarian artery passes inward between the two layers of the ovario-pelvic ligament and of the broad ligament of the uterus. To be distributed to the ovary. Small branches are given to the ureter and the uterine tube, and one passes on to the side of the uterus and unites with the uterine artery. The other offsets are continued on the round ligament of the uterus through the inguinal canal to the integument of the labium, majus, and groin. At an early period of fetal life, when the testes or ovaries lie by the side of the vertebral column below the kidneys, the internal spermatic or ovarian arteries are short, but with the descent of these organs into the scrotum or lesser pelvis, the arteries are gradually lengthened. The inferior phrenic arteries, a, a. phrenicae inferioris, are two small vessels which supply the diaphragm, but present much variety in their origin. They may arise separately from the front of the aorta, immediately above the celiac artery, or by a common trunk which may spring either from the aorta or from the celiac artery. Sometimes one is derived from the aorta and the other from one of the renal arteries. They really arise as separate vessels from the aorta. They diverge from one another across the corura of the diaphragm and then run obliquely upward and lateralward, upon its surface the left phrenic passes behind the esophagus and runs forward on the left side of the esophageal hiatus the right phrenic passes behind the inferior vena cava and along the right side of the foramen which transmits that vein near the back part of the central tendon each vessel divides into a medial and a lateral branch the medial branch curves forward and anastomoses with its fellow of the opposite side, and with the musculophrenic and pericardiacophrenic arteries. The lateral branch passes toward the side of the thorax, and anastomoses with the lower intercostal arteries, and with the musculophrenic. The lateral branch of the right phrenic gives off a few vessels to the inferior vena cava, and the left one some branches to the oesophagus each vessel gives off superior suprarenal branches to the suprarenal gland of its own side. The spleen and the liver also receive a few twigs from the left and the right vessels respectively. The lumbar arteries, AA lumbales, are in series for the intercostals. They are usually four in number on either side and arise from the back of the aorta, opposite the bodies of the upper four lumbar vertebrae. A fifth pair, small in size, is occasionally present when they arise from the middle sacral artery. They run lateralward and backward on the bodies of the lumbar vertebrae, behind the sympathetic trunk to the intervals between the adjacent transverse processes and are then continued into the abdominal wall. The arteries of the right side pass behind the inferior vena cava and the upper two on each side run behind the corresponding crust of the diaphragm. The arteries of both sides pass beneath the tendinous arches, which give origin to the psoas major, and are then continued behind this muscle and the lumbar plexus. They now cross the quadratus lumborum, the upper three arteries running behind, the last usually in front of the muscle. At the lateral border of the quadratus lumborum, they pierce the posterior aponeurosis of the transversus abdominis, and are carried forward between this muscle and the obliquus internus they anastomose with the lower intercostal the subcostal the iliolumbar the deep iliac circumflex and the inferior epigastric arteries branches in the interval between the adjacent transverse processes each lumbar artery gives off a posterior ramus which is continued backward between the transverse processes and is distributed to the muscles and skin of the back it finishes a spinal branch which enters the vertebral canal and is distributed in a manner similar to the spinal branches of the posterior rame of the intercostal arteries. Muscular branches are supported from each lumbar artery and from its posterior ramus to the neighbouring muscles. The middle sacral artery, a sacralis media, is a small vessel which arises from the back of the aorta, a little above its bifurcation. It descends in the middle line in front of the fourth and fifth lumbar vertebrae, the sacrum and coccyx and ends in the glomus coccygeum coccygeal gland. from it minute branches are said to pass to the posterior surface of the rectum. On the last lumbar vertebrae it anastomoses with the lumbar branch of the iliolumbar artery. In front of the sacrum, it anastomoses with the lateral sacral arteries and sends offshoots into the anterior sacral foramina. It is crossed by the left common iliac vein and is accompanied by a pair of venae comitantes. These unite to form a single vessel, which opens into the left common iliac vein. End of section 25. Recording by Marianne Coleman-Hepkins. www.thisvoiceforyou.com